Steph Curry with the shot, Ben cooking with the sauce, Chef Curry with the pot, boy. Live from the 301, live from the pot. I want to welcome my audience to episode number 131 of Curry in the Pot. I'm your host, I'm your guy, Mike Curry, and I'm back here with another episode, another quarantine-style mailbag episode, man. I've been doing this um, probably the last seven, eight episodes. I've been doing these live quarantine mailbags, and I've been getting a lot of great reception. And uh, I just want to thank everybody for the continued love and support. I really do appreciate it. Um, shout out to all the essential workers. Um, everything they do, it does not go unnoticed. All the doctors, all the nurses, all the people that work in the grocery store. And all the people who are handling mail, my dad included. So big shout out to all of you. And also shout out to the people who are still working in the restaurant industry. A big shout out to you guys, man. Big shout out to all the essential workers again. But I am back here with another episode. Last episode was number 130. Another milestone that I hit. Um, but I can't take all the credit, man. I want to thank you guys, all the supporters. I want to thank my guy B. Jones, my co-producer. I want to thank my mom and dad, uh, my guy Sean McCleary. Jabari Cooper, the two people that told me to start the podcast. Shout out to my guy Darius. Darius, a lot of y'all don't know this, but Darius told me back in 11th grade that I got the radio voice. I got the voice to talk about sports. He told me this when we were 16 years old. So big shout out to my guy Darius. And uh, yeah, man, we hit another milestone, man. Last week, episode 130, got at least 130 more episodes to go. So I'm back here, man. Back here with another episode. We got a bunch of stuff to talk about, man. We had two documentaries over the weekend. We had In the Water, Kevin Durant documentary. We had Michael Jordan's The Last Dance. We had the finale of that. So episodes number nine and episodes number 10. So let's let's jump into these questions, man. I got a couple of questions. And um, after I answer those questions, if anybody would like to go live with me, go ahead and drop the request. We will get it in. We'll get it going. So let's see. Let's see. Okay. So my thoughts on the last two episodes of the documentary. This question was asked by my guy Jalen Hunter, host of the Unpopular Podcast. I'll make sure I go check that out. He's on YouTube. He's he's on everything. He on Spotify. He on iTunes. He on he on what you want? Uh, what is it? Stitcher. He on that too. He on everything. So go check him out. Uh, his question was my thoughts on the last episode of the, doc of the documentary. Uh, I probably will forget some stuff, but like I said, if anybody uh, gets on the live with me, they will be able to jog my memory. But it was it was bittersweet for me because I was just sad that it ended. Honestly, um, we had them obviously winning the championship against the Jazz. We had Dennis Rodman going AWOL and going on WCW. I thought that was hilarious. We had... Michael Jordan talk about his relationship with his uh, security, his bodyguard, and particularly Gus. I thought that was really dope and interesting um, that he talked about, you know, a different side. Um, we also saw Michael Jordan talk about that if they wanted to run it back, as in Jerry Krause, and he would have just said to the team to run it back for at least one year, and they would have tried for the seventh championship, That I thought that would have been very, very interesting. Although I do think, I do kind of have my doubts about it. Like, if they would have ran it back and tried to go for the seventh championship and they would have tried the four-peat and they would have lost, it would take it would take some of the lure away, some of the luster away because Michael Jordan, he never lost in the finals. And just let's just say they would have went to the finals and lost to the Spurs, who were the 99 champions. We're looking at, we're looking at it a little different. Looking at it a little different. Um, so I thought that was interesting. 
And we also saw how uh, we also saw Steve Kerr backstory. I thought that was really interesting, man. He had a he had a really good story and a story that I never even knew about. So I thought that I thought that was real interesting. Um, but overall, in the documentary, man, I thought it was great. Um, I wish we could get more because I know there's so much, you know, like deleted scenes left out so much, so much content left out, man. And I thought it was a real good documentary. Um, I got some more questions. Um, we got some more questions here. Uh, my guy Xavier Wary, he asked me about the um, Kevin Durant, um, PG County in the Water documentary. I thought that documentary was was good, man. My only uh, con about the documentary is that it was it was short. Um, it was supposed to go from nine to ten. Uh, the ending credits came on at nine fifty one. So I was just I I, w I wish we could have seen more. I do like how they sectioned everything off. They talked about, you know, like the beginning. They talked about, you know, growing up, um, you know, having to earn your stripes on the court. You know, if you lost, you might not get back on the court. Um, they talked about the Matha, my um, my alma mater. They talked about that. Um, the legendary late great Morgan Wooten and those teams and how they really got on the map when they beat Lou Alcindor, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, they beat him. And... Uh, Quinn Cook was talking about uh, his story, uh, him playing at the Matha, him being brothers, close friends with Kevin Durant, Mike Beasley, Nolan Smith. Um, I like how they showed the DC assault side. It was just so much. I also like how they showed the Limbias side. It was just so much to that documentary. And I, I just, me being from this area, of course, and you guys being from this area, we know it's so much more that they could have touched on, man. But I thought it was beautifully done. Uh, in the 51 minutes that the documentary did go on for, man, I was I was uh, very impressed with it, man. I liked it. Um, my guy Jalen Hunter has another question. Do you think we overlooked the Houston Rockets championship team? I think so, man. Uh, this is a team that won in 94 and 95. So they won when Michael Jordan retired. Um, we all know Mike did return in the 95 season and they got bounced by the Magic, who were the team that went to the finals and the Rockets actually swept that team. So I do think that is one of those forgotten teams in history. They don't get much buzz. I think Hakeem Olajuwon is very underrated. Uh, when we talk about centers, we always hear about, you know, Kareem, uh, Wilt, and uh, even Bill Russell. And then, then there's Hakeem. But, I, but you can argue that Hakeem is better than all of those guys. Shaq, too. But you can argue that Hakeem is better, definitely skill-wise, definitely the, probably the best center skill-wise. Um, but that is a team that doesn't get much love. They don't get talked about. You know, you had Akeem, Clyde Drexler, Kenny Smith, Robert Horry, Big Shot Bob. Um, had a lot of guys, man. They had a lot of guys, and that is a team that doesn't get talked about enough. Uh, next question. Thoughts on the NFL Black Hires draft? I, it's weird, man. It's weird, but I bet you, you know, teams will start hiring those guys in those in those positions. It's, it's definitely weird. I, just, I don't know how it's going to work out. Um, I haven't looked at all the logistics. To me, it's just a little weird. I don't know, man. I don't know. But I, like I said, I bet you, you know, NFL will, I mean, NFL teams will start hiring, you know, more minorities in those positions of power. Next question. Um, do you think Pete Carroll is a Hall of Fame coach if he never got Russell Wilson? That's pretty tricky, man. Um. I, He's all he's always going to be remembered for what he did on the collegiate level. Um, but if he never got Russell Wilson, I don't know, man. I don't know. 
But you can make the argument, you know, what if he never got all those guys that he drafted on the defensive side, man? He just showed, you know, he's an excellent evaluator of talent. He has an eye for it. Obviously, the people in the front office got to get the credit, too. But, you know, he drafted Russell Wilson. You know, you get Bobby Wagner. You get Richard Sherman in the fifth round. Cam Chancellor was a late pick. Um, Earl Thomas was a high pick. But, um, you know, all of those guys, Bruce Irvin. Cliff Averill, so many guys played an important part in the Seahawks team that only won that one Super Bowl. But then you got to look at Russell Wilson, man, who is arguably the best quarterback in the league. You know, he's up there with Patrick Mahomes. I think Mahomes is the best. I think Russell Wilson's second best. But, I mean, you could say that about any coach, though. If Belichick doesn't have Brady, if, um, I don't know. You could just say that about anybody, for real, for real. So, but I but I will say no to answer your question though. B Jones has a question for me. Cali and Texas, California and Texas are about to allow sports with no fans. You think that we're gonna they're gonna set a trend for the rest of the states to follow? Absolutely. Uh, those are two of the biggest states as far as population goes. California and Texas, uh, two very large states. If everybody else sees that as the blueprint and they see that it's being successful, of course everybody's gonna follow suit. Um, L.A. has all the L.A. is the is the second largest market in the, in the country. So, of course, if people, you know, see California and everything's going well out there, then, of course, Texas is another state that is really big for sports. Um, they treat football like a religion in the state of Texas. So if success is formed, uh, you know, when both of those two states start sports without fans, then you're definitely going to see everyone else follow suit. Great question. When we talk about basketball history, which school was better, Oak Hill or DeMatha? That's a good one, man. Oak Hill has a lot of guys, man, and so many guys that I, it would take me forever to name. You know, KD went there, Mike Beasley went there, Brandon Jennings went there, Rondo went there. So many pros have went there. Ben McLemore went there. It's so, it's so many guys that, like I said, I'm going to forget. Um, but as for DeMatha, man, you got to look at it. In the context where this is a school directly in our area, you know, Oak Hill is a little far out, but that's a good question, man. That's a good question. I, I'm kind of the wrong guy to answer that because I'm just going to be very biased. I'm going to be extremely biased. <laughs> I'm going to say the math. That's extremely biased. If Rodman was a number one option, would he get criticized for his antics more than he did? First of all. Bro don't have the game to be a number one option. Secondly, he will get criticized more because, yeah, any star player would if they were doing antics like that. Bro, bro was really doing his own thing. Bro was really doing his own thing, man. I got some people that also checked in. I got Chris Brelove checked in. My guy Josh checked in. How y'all doing, man? Um, got some more questions here. Let's see. Yeah, B. Jones, I agree with you, man. I hope the black coach rule doesn't pass. Coach is just going to get hired for an incentive, and they probably won't get any real responsibility just to be there, just to be the face. I definitely agree with that, man. I definitely agree with that. You just don't want to, you know, get to the point where that's the only reason why it's happening. You don't want to get caught up to where a person of color or, you know, a minority is getting hired for the wrong reasons. You don't you don't want to see that. You really don't want to see that. Um, and I agree with you, B. Jones. It will stunt the growth 
of black coaches. With the high volume of games and travel every weekend, does AAU hurt basketball more than help? Yeah, I think so because you're not focusing on the fundamentals. You're literally, they like in AAU, they play more games than they even practice. So it, it, def, it definitely hurts the, the fundamental aspect. And, and players are burnt out too by the time they reach the next level. So that's my thoughts on that. Um, if anybody wants to... Uh, Definitely uh, call in with me and request me. Go ahead, man. Go ahead and do it. Go ahead and do it. Uh, some great questions so far, man. We're only 12 minutes in to the episode, man. I would definitely like to touch bases with anybody who wants to speak with me on the live. Um, I'm definitely for that, man. But if you guys want to answer, ask some more questions, uh, we can do that too. Okay. I got a question. Ooh. How do you feel about the Rooney Rule? Okay. Yeah. So the Rooney Rule, it was more so put into place, um, pretty much. Pretty much, shout out to Art Rooney for doing this, but it was pretty much put into place so that the blacks would get that um, that opportunity, so that they would get hired, and or at least or at least get a look. You know what I'm saying? In a sense, because there was a time where blacks weren't even getting in the door; they weren't even getting interviewed. So. Um, I, I like the rule. Um, it has opened the door for more players. I mean, more coaches to get hired. Um, you know, we've seen several um, minority coaches get hired. Ron Rivera, Lovey Smith, um, Tony Dungy, Mike Tomlin, um, Jim Caldwell. Um, I say Ron Rivera. Ron Rivera is a minority. Um, just so many guys have gotten the opportunity, man. So I do like it in a sense, but this new proposal that's come out, I think it's going to be happening for the wrong reasons if um, if it passes. Which big three? Shaq, Kobe, and Fisher, or Magic, Kareem, and Worthy? That's, that's a tough one, man. The bias in me wants to be... The bias in me wants to say Shaq and Kobe, but at the same token... It's like Fisher don't even equate to what Worthy was. You know what I'm saying? So by default, the that the second big three, Magic, Kareem, and Worthy will automatically be better. Like Derek Fisher was a solid point guard, man. He, you know, he hit big shots. He was a solid man. He he did what you, you know, you would ask him to do, but he wasn't he wasn't special by any means. He was he was a solid role player, man, a solid starting point guard that, that we used to have back in the day. He was, you know, he he wouldn't he wouldn't be he probably wouldn't start in today's NBA. Just to be honest with you, um, it's so many so much star power. We're in the golden age of point guards, um, but I would have to say Magic Cream and Worthy, even though you know the bias in me wants to say Kobe and Shaq. Um, drop some more heat, man. Drop some more heat, or send me a request, man. Again, I appreciate all of you guys being in here. About fifteen minutes in the episode number one thirty one. I appreciate all you guys showing the love and support, man. And uh, I love the questions so far, man. But if anybody wants to request me, uh, feel free to do so. I'm looking forward to it, man. Hopefully, hopefully, at least I get at least one request. I would like that. I would like that. Biggest takeaway from the Last Dance documentary. Okay. Um. Besides this, this one takeaway I have, I don't really have another one. But I thought it was great how they showed at the end 
when they showed the clip of Michael Jordan when he first got drafted and he was talking about how he wanted to put the Chicago Bulls on the map and he wanted the Bulls to be mentioned in the same breath as the Lakers, the Celtics and the 76ers. I thought that was real key because he said this when he first came in and he definitely achieved that goal. Now, obviously, the Bulls haven't really done much since they had, you know, they had some playoff success. You know, Derrick Rose years, the Ben Gordon years, but not really no sustained success. And, you know, obviously never got back to that championship caliber. But I thought it was great, man, that they played that clip when he first got drafted because he said he wanted to put the Bulls on the map. And that's exactly what he did. Get it in, man. Who's still here? Oh, my man Zay just sent me a request. Wonderful. Hope this guy, I hope this inspires you guys to send me another request when we're done, man. Let's get it going. Let's get it going. Yo. What's up, my guy? What's good, bro? How you living, man? Pretty good, man. How about you? Hey, man, I can't complain, brother. I can't complain, man. Yes, sir. What you doing, man, with these IG lives, bro? Thank you, bro. Thank you, bro. Thank you, man. No I'm just trying to keep something fresh, trying to keep some fresh content, man. You know, it's cool, it's cool for people to still see my face and still see, you know, that I'm in good spirits, you know, despite everything that's going on, man. But I definitely want to... I definitely want to still keep pushing the content, man. Even when this is over, I, I think I'll still be doing even more lives, you know? It's pretty fun, man. Like, I like seeing a lot of people get creative during these times and doing, like, IG lives and stuff like that, bro. So I definitely, I vote up for that, man. Do it, for real. Appreciate that, man. Yeah, I think I think the pandemic has, has definitely brought out the creative side in a lot of people. My guy, mm -hmm. B just checked in, man. My guy Josh just checked in. Okay. All right. So we got a question since we and me, you're both on. Uh, I'm going to let you go first. We got a question, man. AI or D-Way legacy-wise? That's pretty tough. <laughs> That's a tough one. That's actually really tough. Hmm. It is tough, man. Um, I mean, obviously, people people would probably unequivocally say that D-Wade is the, is the third best shooting guard ever. Mm -hmm. uh, but I think AI, man, AI is one of those influential dudes. Like, he, he influenced the culture. You know what I mean? It, like, really kind of made certain things cool that we don't think about. Like, think about, like, the arm sleeve, like, the leg sleeve, tattoos, cornrows, headbands, stuff like that. Like, and he was a baller, obviously, too, right? Um, I don't know, man. I think I'd go AI personally. I just really, really admire AI. I mean, he had, like, such a dog about him, too, you know? And he wasn't really blessed with some of the best teams and couldn't really be paired up with a guy like Braun, right? And I I don't mean to take away from D-Wade when I say that, but I would say legacy. Well, I mean, I just really, really like, you know, AI, man, and, like, what he stands for. But D-Wade, obviously, is in a class of his own as well. It's no, it's no wrong answer. It's no wrong answer. It's just more of a who would you rather, you know what I'm saying? Um, for sure. For me, I would say AI as well. Uh, like you said, man, he 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 was that dude, bro. He was that dude. AI was six feet, 160 pounds, going at dudes, going at them, giving you 30, giving you 30. And, and he was going to the rack too. Like, you don't know how, you know how hard that is and how tough that is and how, you know, that, that's just that's insanely tough to be a little guard. And you're going, you're going in the trenches, you're going to the basket, man. Uh, 
you know, he went he went toe to toe with that that Lakers team, man, and he, he actually gave him a game. He actually won one, yes. won one off of them. Um, and then also, another, like a lot of people don't even really think about this in the context, but when he went to the Nuggets, he was he was he was a different player, but still effective. Like he was still effective. The only yeah. thing I wish about AI, I wish AI would have got to go out the right way because he really didn't get that. He didn't get that opportunity. Kind of got blackballed by the league. And he didn't really get his flowers while he was here, man. Um, but legacy-wise, I'll definitely still say AI because, you know, he influenced the culture. You know, obviously, you got D-Wade, you know, finals MVP, uh, you know, winning two rings with Braun, um, you know, Wade County. You know what I'm saying? Uh, that's a good question, though, man. But I, w- I would say AI, man. But like I said, man, there's no wrong answer to that question. And and, y'all, and, hey, and I want everybody to drop who they would rather have legacy-wise in the comments, too, man. I would like to see y'all answers as well. Bro, I was actually watching the uh, 54-point game he had yesterday against uh, Toronto in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And I was just mesmerized, bro, because you look at the guys who he had around him, there's not a single dude who can go get his own bucket. It was literally him. He was the offense, right? And mm-hmm. I was just, bro, I was just in flat-out, like, stupefied. I was amazed that he was able to do what he did and carry that team at that frame, at that size all the way to the finals, like you said, and even get a game mm-hmm. against the Lakers, man. Like, it's really impressive, bro. Really, really impressive. And he doesn't get his credit, I feel like. You know? I, I agree. I couldn't agree more, man. You got anything else you want to you wanna drop something on, man? Anything else you want to talk about? Me personally? Mm-hmm. Um, okay, anything, look, bro. Uh, I didn't, I'm not really a fan of the NFL announcing about this whole, uh, you get a draft pick if you hire a minority culture exec or something and and i like what one of the people said in there how they're just going to do it just to put like a name in a face to the like b jones said that real power yeah and they're not even really going to get a fair chance man like the nfl has been so tame it comes to elevating us in higher positions all they want to do obviously is just use us on the field but i think it's just very disturbing to me man that like you have to create some sort of incentive just to hire black people or just people you know who are minorities that's that's really disturbing to me you know what i mean and them announcing it too it's just kind of like how sad is like we have not come far at all it seems you know what i mean it's, pretty much me. mm-hmm. yeah man like i said it's just like it's if it passes it's passing for the wrong reasons yes the, the, the absolute wrong reasons i just like when B, B Jones had DM me that, and I was like, "What? Like, why? Like, bro? Like, I, I don't get it. Like, I, I hope it don't pass, man. Really hope, hopefully, hope not. What was your uh, takeaways from last dance last night? So from last night, in particular, uh, I like just like you said earlier. I like seeing the backstory on Steve Kerr. Uh, I had no idea he had to go through that with his father. I think that was mm-hmm. pretty deep. Um, Dennis Rodman obviously going to wrestling. He just a different type of dude, man. Like Dennis is funny, but um, Mike had a quote in there that, that, that I like that I can kind of take away and just like use in life. And he was saying, "Why would I think about him?" Um, no, he, he said, "Why would I think about a missed shot when I ain't even took it yet?" And, mm-hmm. and like to me, that's just something like you can apply in life in general. But like that's also like the type of guy he was. You know what I'm saying? He just had uber confidence because he knew. You know, like it, it all starts up here mentally. So you just got to feed your, your your mind positive thoughts, and then that's how you can go on and dominate. Uh, you know your opposition and stuff. So, I mean, Mike, man, was just a pretty brilliant dude. I think Phil really had a tougher job than what most people are willing to admit because P 
people think that when you have superstars, it's easy. And the more you win, the harder it gets, to be honest with you, right? So uh, I think Phil's the perfect coach for them. Scotty, to me, doesn't get his just due. I think Scotty is absolutely true. Tough as nails, man. Tough for sticking around in that game. Oh, with the back? Yeah, with the back. That's crazy. I didn't even know that. I didn't know it either. And, bro, think about it. Like, one thing that I gathered, too, is that those dudes back in the day would battle through so much just to play, as opposed to nowadays. I feel like dudes almost look for reasons not to play. You know My dad I mean? said this like, last night. Yeah, bro. Like, Scotty, Scotty and Jordan, man, really went through a lot, man. I don't think dudes are really willing to go through that much, man, to be on the basketball court like how those dudes were. Like, they made you really feel like basketball was their life. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. if, if they lost, they were going to be miserable. If they won, they were going to be joyous. Like, I don't know. But I love the doc, man. I'm sad that it's over. Five weeks flew by, man. They really did, man. They really did. I'm so sad, bro. Like, I I thoroughly enjoyed that. Like, I didn't think... I knew I was going to enjoy it just because I'm a, a basketball fan. But I didn't think I was going to enjoy it as much as I did. You know? True. But yeah, man. I mean, so I don't know what's next. Um, we're gonna have to dig into the crates and find something else to watch because that was, you know, kind of distracting me from all of this stuff that's going on. And I was looking forward to Sunday. So I don't know, man. I I, I, uh, I have to maybe read some more books or maybe watch some old documentaries and do something. Hey, man. Anything you feel you figure out or you find, bro, in books, documentaries, man, go ahead and send it my way because I'm definitely looking uh, for stuff to watch and do. No doubt, man. I'll say this. I'll recommend reading The Victory Machine by uh, Ethan Strauss, talking about the, the, the Warriors and everything. I thought that was a pretty good book. Okay. Uh, I read that. And right now, I have the, uh, actually, I have it right here in front of me. I got the uh, Basketball Love Story. This joint here. It's a pretty fun book to read, man. So, those are going to be two recommendations, but I'll definitely send you some more. Okay, yeah, definitely uh, text me those, uh, you know, after we get off. But uh, I'm going to definitely have to check that stuff out, bro. I definitely need some some new content, bro. Most definitely, my guy. Most definitely. But look, man, keep up the good work, man. As always, I appreciate you having me on, brother. Yes, sir, man. No problem, bro. Th- thanks for requesting me, bro. Thanks for sending the request, man. I hope hey, man, uh, hope some done. more people send it through, man. But I appreciate you joining me, bro. Yes, sir, brother. Be good. All right, All right my bro. man. You too, bro. Much, much, much love. All right, yes, sir. That was cool, man. That was my guy, Mr. Xavier Wary, the host of the Other Side Podcast, man. Uh, that's my guy, man. That is my guy. Oh, we got a request from Jalen Hunter, host of the Unpopular Podcast. Let's get it going. Let's get it going. Yo. What's up, bro? Yo, it's you, bro. Ain't nothing, man. Just chilling, man. You know me, man. Sipping my wine. <laughs> I told you, I got a request. <laughs> you did? Oh, yeah. man. <laughs> Now that I'm here, man, I want to, I appreciate, you know, you, you accepting it. Yes, sir. And, uh, I just want to, you know, congrats, bro. Congrats on anything. I see you, I see you grinding out here with the whole, you know, IG Live and still putting out episodes. You said 130, what? Uh, this is 131 right now. Yeah, man, 131, bro. That's, you know, that is, it's, it's an accomplishment, bro. So, you know. I just, appreciate you know, that, man. man. I really, but, really appreciate that. Um, I mean, I guess the what I want to talk about is, um, well, two things. One, I really like I, I, my my podcast is episode is dropping tomorrow. Uh-huh. And then I 
one thing I talked about was um, it's like the, what the NFL to me just did with the or was trying to do with the whole uh, black hires thing. Is you're you're acknowledging you have not only acknowledging that problem, you're pretty much you're pretty much trying to blanket the problem with a quote unquote solution, but it's not really a solution. It's like if you have to implement something like that, you know you have a problem, and you know that the only way to bring African Americans into a sport that is dominated by African American players is to try to get some incentives. Um, and while I don't really, I, I don't want it to pass, I do think that this is shining light on a bigger issue that we, we've known since, you know, for the longest because we're African-American. But the fact that you'll trust us to put our bodies on the line and, and run through the tape for y'all, but you won't trust us to make the decisions, you know? Right, right. Um, and I think that it, it, it's just crazy, man. It's crazy that, that again, you you look at a Russell Wilson, you look at a Patrick Mahomes, you look at some of the top players in the league. You know they're African American, but then you look, you had to think long and hard for five black coaches. I don't even think there is five black coaches. Like it's like it's just it's just crazy, man. Like we talk about Eric Bieniemy. Like how many times is he gonna be a, 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 a coordinator? How many times? You know, mm-hmm. how long is it for? You know, it's. It's like we keep looking at Mike Tomlin, but who's after Mike Tomlin? Right. Like, who, you know what I mean? So I think that it's, it's, it's the craziest thing to me, man. And uh, I guess the second thing I want to talk about before I dip out of here is um, I asked you about the Robin jump, right? Uh-huh. You know, I, clearly, clearly he don't. he's not a number one option. He don't have number one talent. <laughs> it. But he, he's a monster. Don't get me wrong. But... I think I saw Tyra tweet this joke. He was like, she was like, um, why is it that Robin didn't get killed for missing practice, but I did? Yeah, and she I did. Think, she did tweet I that. I think the only reason why is because the Bulls won. You know what I mean? Like the 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 yeah, Iverson, the game Iverson missed practice. They lost. I Iverson and his and his friend and everything, but. Yeah, I think that's the only that's the only difference. They, if I think if the Bulls would have lost that game, they would have murdered uh, Dennis Rodman. Not to mention, I think the media was kind of numb to the antics that Rodman did. I mean, mm-hmm. that was not even the worst thing that he did. And this man missed practice to go <laughs> in the WWE. So I just think that, like I said, winning cures all. Man. Winning cures all. Like you know, I'm pretty sure they wouldn't have. They wouldn't have asked uh, Iverson that question if they would want. So that's you know, that's that's my my tidbit on that situation. So yeah. Hey man, that's why I, great stuff. Yeah, I appreciate it, bro. That's I great stuff, it. man. Uh, thank, thanks again for having me. I appreciate all you know all y'all for for listening and uh, keep doing your thing, my G. Keep doing I your appreciate thing, that, man. man. Thanks for thanks for stopping by, bro. No problem, bro. My man. All right, guys, that is Mr. Jalen Hunter, host of the Unpopular Podcast, man. You guys can check him out practically anywhere, <laughs> practically anywhere, man. He's, he's everywhere, YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, um, Google Play, all that stuff, man. Uh, we've done some work in the past, man. I'm definitely looking forward to doing some more work in the future. Um, but I appreciate you guys being here, man. If anybody else wants to tap back in with me, um, we can definitely get it going. Um, I will wrap this show up once.
once Instagram kicks me off. So I'll be here until then. But that's some good stuff, man. Great topics, great topics, man. That's why I love when people come on because not only do you get to see them, but they also talk about what they're about, man. And those were two guys who who are podcasters as well, and they both have their own shows. And I've definitely done some work with them in the past. And I'm definitely looking forward to doing some more work with them in the future. So if you guys got anything else you guys want to talk about, man, any more questions you guys want to drop, uh, feel free to drop those. Um, but if not, man, I will, I'll be getting ready to wrap this thing up, man. So I'll give it a couple more minutes. I'll pause my recording on my laptop here. Um, but yeah, man, if you guys got any more heat to drop for me, please do so. If not, man, we'll wrap this up, man. I will, you know, thank you guys again for coming through. Right, Jalen sent me another request. One more thing, dog. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm, I'm going to be that one, man. I'm going to be that one. Uh, oh, man. I'm not hating. I'm not hating. But I didn't really like, I didn't like the doc, bro. The, uh, the in the water jump, man. For real? Why not? I, I felt, like you said, it could have talked about so much more, man. It was only 51 minutes, bro. I was, I was mad. I, like, there's, like, like they, they eluded in the, in the documentary, but that, there's so much history in PG sports and DMV sports. And it's like, they could have talked about that. I know it's not in the, you know, PG, but they could have talked about Oak Hill. They could have talked about some of the street ball legends. They could have talked about some of the, you know, they could have just talked about so much. And it's like, honestly, like, I don't get me wrong. I felt good watching about the history of PG singing that I'm born and, uh, born and raised here. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I love watching the history. I love watching the math. I love watching all that. I remember going to a couple flower games and hell, I play. I didn't play in PG, but I played in Waldorf. So I remember coming and playing uh, flowers and playing some uh, Suitland, you know, playing some of the teams like that. And I remember mm-hmm. the crowds and how ambiguous and how, you know, you couldn't find a, a like somebody sitting down when Suitland played wise, you know what I mean? Like, I remember that feeling, and mm-hmm. it's just like I remember the walls. I just felt like it could have gone so much, like there could have been so much more. I thought there should have been a series or something like that. Yeah, yeah, like, I would say that, man. It definitely could have been, you know, a couple parts, man. You know, three, five parts, something like that. You know. Yeah, and and honestly, and I get, I get that. You know, I kind of felt a little amateurish. Now I know that we're not, we're not. It's, I'm not, I'm not joning, or I'm not like hating, because again, I love seeing. <laughs> I love seeing PG get shine, shine. I, hell, I don't watch Insecure, but I heard Insecure shouted PG out. Oh, um, they did. Um, so it's just like, I love when we get put on, but I just felt I could have been a little better, bro. That's, that's all I'm saying, man. Yeah, man. I, I, I was, I would, because when I first, because I seen somebody tweet about it the morning of, because it was on like the Showtime app, and they were like, yeah, I saw it on the Showtime app. But they was like, it was cool, but it wasn't that long. So then I was like, dang, man. So I look on the TV guy, and I was like, it's only an hour. I was like, I don't know how I feel about this. So, I go hold you, bro. I, I, I go hold you. I was about to be doing some illegal stuff. Like, yo, mom, we about to pirate. We going to find this. And she was like, no, you got to support it. <laughs> So I spent $13 on an hour, bro. We we bought a, a Showtime subscription for an hour. I was like, all right, this. And she fell asleep halfway. So it was just like, come on, bro. 
Like, I just felt it could have been a little better. I like it again. I, I love seeing, uh, you know, Nolan and, and Quinn Cook and everything. But I just felt, hell, they, didn't, they really didn't even talk about the camps. Like, all the... Yeah, they could have talked here. about that. They definitely like, could have talked about that. So, I just, you know, that's all I'm saying, bro. I, I had to sprinkle a little bit of hate in it. But, you know, that's that's how... that's. I respect it, but man, that could have been could have been a little better, bro. Could have been a little better. Another thing is, I felt like the people who kind of had like those little brief cameos, like I think they talked about Markel Falls, but like a little bit. But he, Markel Falls, had a real big success story. That's the thing. Markel Falls had not. In, he was number one draft. Hell, in fact, I think now I'm thinking about it, looking at all the people that was on that uh, uh, documentary, I think he was the only number one draft pick. Like. Not saying he was the best. He was like, KD was number two. I think Beasley was number like three or four. Be- like, Beasley was two, two. Yeah. And then they were just like, "Hey, Markel Fultz, you want to do something <laughs> to the And then like, damn, and was like, damn, what? Hold on, now wait a second. I, there should be no reason why I'm seeing uh, Nolan Smith more than you, but you know, it is what it is, man. So, <laughs> hell, Nolan Smith didn't even. And I think about it. So that's all I'm saying. I just, I just, you know, I'm not hating. I just felt it could have been a lot better. Man. That could have been a lot better, so. Yeah, yeah. man. So, alright. Alright, bro. I think you froze up a little bit. I think I froze too, but. Alright. Appreciate Jalen for coming through. Uh, Janisha, I see your question. Um, I came in late. Big shout out to Jalen for coming in again, man. I appreciate that. Um, I see your question. I came in late, but what is your, your opinion on Aaron Rodgers and the Packers? Um, I actually haven't talked about this. Um, excuse me. Um, and Brooks, I'm sipping on this Bartonero, man. Uh, this is a favorite of mine. A big shout out to my parents for putting me on. But Janisha, to your question, um, my opinion on the Packers and Aaron Rodgers, man, I just think their window is closed, man. They did make the NFC Championship last year, and they played the 49ers, but both times that they played the San Francisco 49ers, they were not in those games either time. Either time, the first game was played on Sunday Night Football. That game was over at halftime, pretty much. And then I just don't think that they have the talent, and they also haven't really surrounded Aaron Rodgers with the requisite talent. They haven't. Uh, they didn't even draft a wide receiver, which I'm really, really upset about. I just don't understand. Uh, this is one of the loaded wide receiver draft classes, one of the most hyped up wide receiver draft classes, and they don't even select one at all. That just that just baffles me. That doesn't that doesn't make any sense. They did draft a quarterback, but Aaron Rodgers, I heard, he said he still wants to play for another four years. So it's not really making sense. Um, he's gonna, probably going to end up being on another team, and I think this is going to be a case where they're they're going to try to force him out. I really think it's going to happen, man. I really do. But um, it looks like that's all. That's the end of all the questions, man. I do appreciate everybody for coming through and showing mad love man we hit episode number 131 man and this was a fun this was a blast man it's a fun one man uh, again big shout out to xavier wary big shout out to Jalen hunter for requesting me tonight man uh we'll see you guys again next week and uh you guys take care man peace and love man mike curry signing out episode number 131 is done peace